This is Sex Talk with Tasty. I am your lovely host, Tasty, here to give you listening pleasure as we discuss that lovely thing called sex. Yes, here at Sex Talk with Tasty, we're all sex all the time, whenever you're ready to free your mind. Yes, today we will be talking about sexual compatibility. Yes, what does that mean? Oh, that's when two people share a similar sexual need. And this may include sexual preferences, your turn-ons, your desired frequency. How often do you want to do it? Why would we think that that was important? Well, if you are truly sexually compatible with your partner, it can lead to an increase in sexual satisfaction. Uh, You have like a lack of compromise. You don't have to worry about going too far, not going far enough. You know, you definitely have time to enjoy it a little bit more because you know you're going to get what you're going to get, you know? So... That's a great plus, right? Also, it reduces the need of alternate partners. How many people have been cheated on simply because their partner wasn't satisfied? And it's nothing that you did wrong. It just may be that you're you're not into what they're into. They wanted to go that extra little mile, but they knew you wasn't with it, so they did not go any further. Now, you guys tell me, what you think about that? Have you ever been in a situation where you really like this person and you're physically attracted to them? I mean, they look good. But hmm, when y'all got down, it wasn't your cup of tea. It wasn't your normal, your regular. It wasn't even, you might not even want to do it again type of stuff. What do you do in those situations? Now, people will say, oh, sex is not everything. And, you know, I can work with him and stuff. But at some point when your needs are being ignored and if your partner is not willing to compromise or try to appease you in any way, what do you do? Okay, I see you, baby. You said sex is everything. (laughs) I know that's right. But I bet you too also have had a situation where you knew that sex wasn't really all that. Hey, but you really wanted to try to make it work, right? So you tried to work with it, but what happens? Boredom sets in. You're not feeling that no more. Somebody whispering in your ear that shit you like to hear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it definitely can get twisted and turned. Anyway, let's go back to some good things about it, okay? It can also increase your desire to have sex, okay? When you know that you and your partner into the same thing, you know when whenever it goes down, it goes down, you're more likely to want to do it more, right? Because you know you're going to get that big at the end, right? So you know I'm going to keep on doing this because it's great, right? But, you know, when you know you ain't going to get it right, okay, you know. I asked that, that's why I can see why a lot of people don't put any value on sex because some people have never had a good sexual experience. And that could be directly because they just was not sexually compatible with the person that they were with, period. Let's remember that sex is an act and in a way it's a form of communication between lovers. Your bodies intertwine and talk to each other through thrusts and pumps, through breaths and moans, and from being so together (laughs) from the beginning to the end, okay? And what do we want at the end? We know what we want at the end, okay, we know. But You know, if you are and you find yourself in a situation where you are like, you know, incompatible sexually, 
right? It definitely can have negative effects. We know, we all know that. Okay. When, when two partners are, have different sexual needs, it can like lead to awkwardness or I'm just dissatisfied, you know, Ugh, I don't like the way you touch me. I, I, I don't like the way you do that. No. And you know, you might just have a situation where it's just, this is not going to work. And in those situations, you know, it's time to go. You either going or they going, somebody going because who's going to do that forever? No one. No one, right? No one's going to keep on doing that. You, you're going to keep on bumping your head against the wall. No. So, of course, it can lead to a breakup, okay? Now, perhaps you enjoy different foreplay than your partner. Or maybe you have a different view on how frequent you should have sex. After a while, it becomes a problem. Let's just say you are the one who are hypersexual. You want to have sex three, four times a day, you know, Whenever you can get it in, you're going to get it in. And you meet a person who is really satisfied with having sex once a week. Once a week to get that little stress out. That's all they willing to give. That's all they're going to give. That's all's going to happen. Is it really fair to the one who wants it three or four times a day to just wait that for that once a week? When is it? Every Tuesday? Only on Thursdays? For one thing, sex is supposed to be spontaneous. You know, it's a as an act that you want to have you energized and excited about doing. But if you want it every day, you know, and this person like, uh, only on Saturday night. Or would you say, Eugene, every, oh, no, no, no. Every other Saturday. Woo! To a person who want it all the time. So you going to tell me that that person ain't cheating? Man, they might be cheating on every other day, but every other Saturday. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, this is why I always, and every think about it, every time I come on the mic on my podcast, I tell you guys that these conversations need to be had. You have to have these conversations it doesn't need to be awkward it shouldn't be awkward you need to know because finding out after you've invested so much of your time so much of your patience so much of your whatever okay just to find out it's a dub it's not a no-go this is not going to happen that's crazy that's craziness so y'all tell me am i bugging or what? Oh, okay. I love them hearts. All right. All right. Yes. Yes. There are plenty of sites and things that you can go to that have what they call sexual compatibility tests. Um, they definitely have like recommendations of questions you should ask your partners, different things that you can get to know yourself a little bit more. Cause maybe you don't know if you're sexually compatible with someone because you really, really don't know what's going on with you sexually. You maybe have not discovered just of yet what you really truly are into or what you really like. And that's perfectly fine. But there are some things that, you know, People may mention that you just know that off the back, like, mm -mm, I don't think I'm into that. I'm never going to try that or whatever. So if you hear a person happen to say that they're into that type of thing, you got to know <laughs> that it's going to come up again. As soon as y'all are in that type of intimate experience, they're going to try, they fly. 
they gonna try to see if they can do what they told you they like to do and you know if you had not had no conversations you feel me you might go into that blindly and be a little scared but you know i'm here to prepare you i did come across this great article that gave some good questions to ask if you're dating right now or you got a perspective or even if you are in a relationship and you really don't know maybe hey maybe we are incompatible these are some questions that you may want to find out the answers to put your answers down put his answers down her answers down whoever your partner is and find out because this could be something that you can end quick instead of wasting years and years and years and years and years, and years and now, you know, I don't know, your, your jump might not be working no more or something. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> and you wasted all this time. But we're going to get down to it. And just in case you want the site that I found this questionnaire on, it was on brides.com. Um, it's basically a questionnaire that helps you determine your compatibility. Uh, and I only picked this one because I thought that was some good questions on here. But like I said, there are plenty out there that you can go and look if you would like to actually... Uh, you know, look into it a little bit more, okay? The first question that they suggest, and again, these are just suggestions. You don't have to do it. You don't even have to want to know. You know, you can keep on flying blind if you like. You know, it's up to you, but I'm gonna try to help you out a little bit, okay? All right. So the first question is, what are your sexual desires, okay? What do you like, basically, okay? The next one they suggest is how often do you like to have sex? I just said something about that, right? There's a big difference between I don't mind having sex once a day and I prefer to have sex once a month. There's a difference between I need it multiple times a day and once a week is cool. The next question is what are your turn ons? And the follow up question is what are your turn offs? What turns you on? You know, what gets you right? What absolutely disgusts you? If I do this, is it going to make you look, you know, what we need to know, right? <laughs> we need to know. The next one is where and how do you like to be touched? See, some people think I know women or I know men. I know how to get a man off. I know how to please a woman. I got this. I ain't heard no complaints. Now, we done, uh, who, raise your hand if you ain't never heard that line. I ain't never heard no complaints. I ain't never got no complaints. Come on now. Ain't nobody complaining why they still messing with you. But soon as y'all break up, what's the first thing they do? Tell you about yourself. And that probably was really the truth, but you think they mad. But you can't assume that your new partner likes the things that your old partner liked. Or any partner that you've ever been with likes. I had someone tell me one time that they know they, they could get any woman because they're going to do this seductive, you know, sensual touch and this and that and that. And so I asked him, I said, well, what if you mess with a girl who don't like that little sensitive touch stuff? A rough one. She don't want you touching her softly and gently. And she wants you pulling her hair and pushing her down on that bed face down like, yo. You see what I'm saying? So like it's different strokes for different folks. And to assume that everyone you come across is going to want the same thing is ridiculous. So ask the question. Right. That part. Okay. The next one they'd suggest is what is something that you've always wanted to try? Now this goes in a deeper scope to me. This is like something more deeper and intimate only because 
if you truly have something still that you want to try and you haven't ventured out to try it yet, to me, it kind of suggests you're waiting for the perfect person to try it with. So when it comes up, you know you the one, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. It's just me, but that's the next one that they put. Uh, they followed that up with what makes you feel sexy or desired? It can be a plethora of things, right? You might look good. You know, I, I feel sexy and desired when I get my little hair done and I put on my little sexy outfit and, you know, I don't need no confirmation. Y'all already know that I'm convinced, but that's what makes me feel sexy and desired. Because if I don't feel like I look sexy, then I don't feel like nobody want to sex me. You know what I'm saying? I want to walk in the joint and know at least three things got hard because I walked through the door. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying. It's me. It's me. Don't worry about me, y'all. Don't worry about me. How do you like sex initiated is the next question. What do you like? Do you like for your man to be the initiator, ladies? Do you like your woman to just take it, guys? Do you want your person, whoever it shall be, to be the aggressor? That's more of what that question entails, okay? How do you like it initiated? Do you have to have foreplay? Do you need to be warmed up to the idea of even having sex? Or are you just ready to go? Like whenever, whatever, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like what does it take to get you ready? And the last one I'm going to mention is what does intimacy look like for you? We did have a great episode on intimacy with a celibate partner where we kind of discovered what intimacy really entails. And although sex is a deep intimacy level, there are things that you can do other than that that are intimate as well. So what does it look like for you? Because what you think is intimate, your partner may not think is intimate and that may cause a problem as well. So you need to know, what does that look like for you? Does that, is that holding hands and kissing, public displays of emotion? What is it? Is it just laying hugged up and that's it? I mean, it could be that simple. But again, this is why we have to ask these questions so that we will know and have a definitive answer as to what we're doing. Actually, I'll go ahead and, and just do a couple more. How do you like to communicate about sex? And this one is important. And that's why I just said, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and, and touch this one. Some people are not able to be vocal about what they want sexually, what they want in a relationship, what they want, period. Some people are just not vocal people. They expect you to know from maybe their mannerism or, you know, how they're, I don't know. I, I'm a person who really have to like, just tell me, tell me what it is. What is it? What is it? Tell me, please. Because trying to figure it out, I might not never figure it out. But if you're not the type of person who really like to talk about it, I could see how that could be annoying too. So ask your partner, how do they like to communicate about sex? Do you want me to show you what I want to do? Or would you like me to tell you what I want to do? Would you like me to throw on this video real quick so I can show you like, oh, you see how that uh, uh, went down? Could we try that? 
Or would you rather me just try it? And you'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't want that. <laughs> don't do that to me. You know, you have to ask them how do they want to talk about it? Or if they want to talk about it, it is something that you need to ask. Another thing is you do need to also ask them what are your sexual deal breakers? That may be a little bit more important than the other two that I just mentioned because you don't ever want to have a sexual experience where you leave the person feeling violated or you feel violated when it could have been something that was previously discussed. So let's just say, you know, you, you're making love, it's passionate, it's getting hot and heavy, you're doing all this extra shit. I mean, you, everything is going wonderful. And you happen to stick your finger in her butt. And she say, oh, hell no, get the F off of me and blah, blah, blah. And you sitting there like, oh, man, I thought she was with it. She kept on tooting it like she wanted that to happen. You know, my ex-girlfriend such and such used to like that. Listen, if you had had the conversation about the deal breakers, then you she could have very well told you, listen, I don't do any kind of anal play. Please do not touch me there, lick me there, breathe me there, nothing. Then you wouldn't have had that urge to do that at that moment and it wouldn't have been no problem. The night would have went on how it was supposed to go and everything would have been good. But not knowing, you done fucked up. <laughs> so, you know, you got to make sure that you're asking the questions that are necessary to be asked. And that's a good one. What's the deal breaker? For a guy, it could be the same thing. This girl could be down there giving you the best head of your life. And you may be like, oh, okay, this is the best shit. And then she may be jiggling. You scroll them a little bit and boop, you know, she touched the butthole for a minute. That may have been a deal breaker. You might have socked her in the eye. I don't know. But had you already discussed that with her, let her know like, hey, you know, you can mess with the little gooch a little bit, but don't get nowhere near the hole, girl, because that's fighting terms. Then she may not have never done that. You see what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Common sense. Have the discussion. But yes, sexual compatibility is very, very, very important. I really truly find that if you are able to find somebody who is very compatible with you, there is longevity in that type of sexual relationships. And I say that only to say it don't have to be a situation where you are going to marry this person or you're going to have this long invested relationship with a person because as we discovered on the first very first episode of sex talk with tasted sex is just sex it's an act an act that you do okay it is nothing else but that so you can definitely have a sexual ship with someone and I know people right now that got whole other people, but they do have a partner that they, hey, they ain't going nowhere because their sexual chemistry is just so great that nothing else compares to that. Even the person that they call themselves loving on the side, because I always say that's the side and, 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 you know, the sex relationship was the real relationship because they be getting in. I'm just saying, but they have nothing else in common. You understand? So it's just the sex It's nothing else. They don't feel like they can build with each other or nothing like that, which they probably really could, but that's not what they in it for. They're in it for a sexual relationship and that's it. And that's cool to some people. Like I told you always on my show, guys, 
I do not discriminate or anything. Whatever people into is what they into. That's y'all business. It ain't my body, it's yours. But I am the person who will go and check it out for you. I will check it out. You tell me something I ain't never heard of, the first thing I'm doing is trying to find out what it is. Because I'm interested. And, hey, I never know what I want to try. You know what I'm saying? I'm open to it. Like, woo, let me see. What's that about? I might try that. Mm, I don't know. You know, you got to be open to different situations in life. I do believe that. So, I am. So, I would try some stuff. You feel what I'm saying? But you have to have these conversations with your person because if you don't, I mean... Maybe you like the idea of just flying blind and not knowing or not caring. I'm just saying, you know, I think it's better when you know. Because now we can maneuver through all the bullshit and get to the real. You know what I'm saying? Having a good time. Because <laughs> ain't none of us in this to, to not be having no good time. What you doing it for if you're not having a good time? It's a waste of time. But when you having a good time, oh, what a time you could be having. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, guys, I'm not going to hold you for much longer. As always, I definitely just want to thank you guys for listening to me. If you do have any questions, cares, or concerns, please go ahead and email it in to sextalkwithtasted at gmail.com. Again, that's sextalkwithtasted at gmail.com. If you do have a letter that you do want to be read aloud on the podcast, please go ahead and let me know that in the email so that we can go ahead and discuss your topic as well. Don't forget you can get all your sexual wants needs and desires right there at sextalkwithtasted.com yes we have all those intimate apparels and naughty toys and anything else that you do want there we have that and it is great uh for you there now as always i do wish you a great rest of your night be sure to do something i would do tonight and come hard